Thanks to LinkedIn for supporting this episode of Market Foolery. Find the right people for your business this year at LinkedIn.com slash fool and get $50 off your first job post. That's LinkedIn.com slash fool. Terms and conditions apply. It's Thursday, February 21st. Welcome to Market Foolery. I'm Chris Hill. Joining me in studio, Emily Flippin in the house. Thanks for being here. Looking forward to our conversation today. We're going to dip into the full mailbag. Yes, we are. We're going to talk pizza and beer. Uh, we're also coming to Austin, Texas next week, and we've got some details on that. Let's start with, let's start with the pizza Domino's. I guess the fourth quarter was not what Wall Street was expecting because, on the surface, this looks like a good quarter. And you tell me, was there too much expecting? Is is Domino's Pizza because it has performed so well for so long? Is it now in that category where, unless they absolutely crush it? Then we're going to see days like today where it's like, well, this was a good quarter, but we wanted perfect, and therefore your stock's down 10%. Well, management kind of shot themselves in the foot with this one. Um, they projected same store sales growth of 6 to 8%, came in a bit below that, set some you know, lofty kind of revenue and earnings targets, missed on, on both of those lines. So it's not a surprise to see the negative reaction. But you're right. I mean, they still had same store sales growth of 5.6%, which, I mean, gosh, they're selling pizza. Right. You know, I mean, it's 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 impressive. Um, they're continuing to open new stores, majorly uh, in in international locations. So, you know, a lot of that growth, I think, in the future is going to need to come from their international sales, which have lagged behind U.S. sales. Believe it or not, the U.S. really likes our pizza. So it's time for the international, you know, stores, the foreign countries, to kind of step up to the game here. It's interesting because um, Patrick Doyle did such a great job running Domino's Pizza for the decade or so that he was the CEO. Off the top of my head, I can't name who the current CEO is, so I'm wondering if um, if what we're seeing today with the stock selling off is maybe a, a learning moment for them in terms of setting expectations. Because uh, among the number of ways that Patrick Doyle did a good job of running Domino's Pizza, one of them was managing expectations and i you know you don't you don't really get bonus points for setting lofty goals yeah and uh, and saying them out loud to wall street analysts <laughs> well the new ceo whose name is also escaping me um, his strategy is is a concept he's calling fortressing uh, which i think you can probably guess at what it is uh, building a lot of dominoes in central locations essentially running out the competition by having the shortest Fastest delivery times, so you might have three Dominoes in your vicinity, uh, and they're making sure that you know you're getting your pizza ASAP. So a lot of people were concerned, kind of moving into this strategy that hey, you're going to cannibalize a lot of your pizza sales. I'm not sure how happy your franchisers are going to be when the new franchise you know opens up down the streets, uh, but they have some good examples of where it's working internationally. Um, did a great job expanding in India with this strategy. The question is whether or not it's going to continue to kind of post the same impressive growth that we've seen historically, or if Domino's is really just playing themselves. Uh, among other things, um, I can just hear the gnashing of teeth of people on our editorial team, and probably at least a couple of our listeners who studied English. Uh, the whole turning a noun into a verb. I mean, just fortressing. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm not even really that gifted when it comes to. Uh, 
the ways of the editorial um, dark arts, but that's one of those where I'm like, really fortressing? That's what we're calling this? But okay. well, they would hate me then. <laughs> uh, let's move on to Boston Beer, which is having a much better morning. Uh, shares up 11 percent. Uh, this is the parent company of Sam Adams. Uh, fourth quarter profits look good. If you're just looking at the results, it seems a little mixed because the profits were good, the overall sales were a little bit down. Um, but this seems like it's among other things about their guidance. Speaking of lo- speaking of of lofty guidance, they they're pretty confident about how 2019 is going to go for them. Yeah, it's interesting because the craft brew market for a while now has been softening. In fact, the beer market in general is softening in comparison to, you know, liquors and wine. So, I like the idea that that Boston Beer is not only continuing with what they're known for, which is the craft brew, because a lot of times we see demand for these things change over time and just because they're going through a soft period right now does not mean that craft brew is done forever. But I think the reason they they've had posted such impressive guidance and revenue is largely due to the optionality that they have of their different brands. So they're they're moving into things like hard teas and I think a new um, kind of health fitness craze they're kind of pursuing is is kombucha. So alcoholic kombucha and and targeting these kind of fitness and health and wellness communities with different brands that you wouldn't normally associate with Sam Adams. So it's exciting. It's exciting that they've seen all these different opportunities and they're still posting amazing growth for their hard cider division as well. I just like that they're targeting the health and fitness community <laughs> by saying, hey, here's this drink and uh, to make it even healthier, we've added some alcohol. Oh, how about this? Uh, one of their new kind of Brands is going to be 26.2 Brew. That's targeted at the uh, running community. So after you get done with your with your marathon, sit down with your 26.2 Brew. We'll see how that goes. I mean, <laughs> it, it, I mean, all kidding aside, the 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 guidance. I think uh, if they deliver on it is very impressive because basically what they came out and said was. We're looking at shipment growth in 2019. We're looking at price increases in 2019 as well. So we're going to ship more beer and we're going to charge more for it. And if they can do that, then yes, that absolutely justifies what we're seeing with the stock today. Yeah, and their depletions growth, which which sounds bad, but it's actually a good thing when you look at the beer market. It's the rate at which the beer is leaving the distributor's warehouse for the the target consumer. Um, that's been increasing. Significantly for the company, almost back to their heyday in 2013. So, I think that so far they seem to be posting guidance in line with what their their expectations are. Quick shout out to LinkedIn. You want to make that perfect hire to set your team up for success in the new year. But where are you going to find them? You're going to find them on LinkedIn. Go to where you have access to an engaged community that people visit every day. Most LinkedIn members are not checking job boards regularly, but nine out of ten LinkedIn members are open to and interested in new opportunities like yours. And with most of the US workforce on LinkedIn, posting on LinkedIn is the best way to get your job opportunity in front of more of the right people. It's no wonder a new hire is made every eight seconds using LinkedIn. So find the right people for your business this year. Go to LinkedIn.com slash fool and get fifty dollars off your first job post. That's LinkedIn.com slash fool. Terms and conditions apply. Our email address is marketfoolery at fool.com. Question from Ben Miller in Lawrence, Kansas. He writes, I listen every day. Great show. Thank you, Ben. I own nine stocks with a heavy position in Facebook. It's at $162 a share right now. Do you think it is significantly undervalued like I do? Uh, great question. Um, and if Ben thinks it's undervalued at 162, then he definitely thinks it's undervalued 
today at 160, um, down a little bit from when he sent his email. Um, what do you? Let's put the business aside for a second. When you just look at Facebook, the stock, do you think it's undervalued? I don't think I'd go as far as to say significantly undervalued, but I would say that the pullback we're seeing, I think, makes it an attractive buy at this time. Are you a Facebook shareholder? Um, I am actually not a Facebook shareholder, but I am a last remaining vestige of a Facebook user. Um, you know, once my parents kind of moved on to the platform, I realized that at least around my social circles, it was dead. Uh, so they post occasionally and say, you know, hey, post on Facebook those photos from your vacation so your grandma can see. And I do. Um, but so it's a sticky platform for the users that still exist on it. And I think that's probably why it's so undervalued right now is that if you're an advertiser. I mean, the Facebook users are very sticky. The international growth is is still strong, even though it's it's slagged, you know, down here in the US. Uh, but the idea that if you're trying to advertise, you really have no other option at the moment other than to go to one of Facebook's many platforms, I think says a lot about the company and you know, I, I have concerns. We all have concerns about the privacy, the regulatory environment, uh, even the culture coming out from the management team. But I think when push comes to shove, I mean, Facebook is is in a position where it's extremely strong for what's really driving both its top and bottom lines, which, from an investing perspective, is probably the most important issue. You touched on something that I think is really important when thinking about Facebook's business, and it is the way in which Facebook serves advertisers. And I have a little bit of understanding about this simply from talking to the marketing folks here at The Motley Fool. And Facebook, beyond the fact that they have this massive platform with all these people on it, they do a great job reaching out to advertisers, serving advertisers, making it very easy to use their platform. So, in the same way that we talk about a payment platform like Venmo and how easy it is to use Venmo, so easy that someone who's not great with technology like me can very easily use Venmo, Facebook makes it really easy for advertisers to use their platform, and that should never be discounted. And it's effective advertising, which is arguably even more important than the price, because you can put in effective ads wherever you want over the internet. But if the banners become like background noise to the users, it provides no value to you. And Facebook advertising has been proven to be continuously effective in driving clicks and, and driving people to those advertisers' websites. So that to me, I mean, tells you everything you need to know about Facebook at this time. Uh, as I mentioned at the top, we are coming to Austin, Texas next week. We have a Motley Fool member event. So um, myself, Emily Flippin, our man behind the glass, Dan Boyd, and about 30 other fools are going to be in Austin, Texas, and we're going to be having a listener meetup on Wednesday, February 27th. Email us, marketfoolery at fool.com. If you're in the Austin area or you're going to be in the Austin area, email us, marketfoolery at fool.com. We will send you all the details um, and hope we can uh, hang with some listeners for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Emily Flippin, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. As always, people on the program may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against. So don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. That's going to do it for this edition of Market Foolery. The show is mixed by Dan Boyd. I'm Chris Hill. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you.